We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And joining us right now is the CEO of the San Diego Padres, Eric Gruppner. Eric, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Good to be with you again. It's good to talk to you. Well, I mean... You know, how, how are you feeling uh, going into the season right now? All things considered, uh, this off season and everything that's transpired. What's the uh, what's the feeling at Petco Park as you guys get ready for another year? You know, incredibly excited. Uh, we think that we're going to have a talented roster and a team that um, can compete for the playoffs and the World Series championship this year. And excited to see that team come together in spring training and then develop through the early part of the season under Mike Schilt's leadership. And also, um, a lot of the things that we've been working on at the ballpark, we're really excited to show off to the fans, uh, beginning with FanFest. So let's let's get it rolling. Let's uh, let's get going. We're excited. Now, does every drop of rain that falls just make you panic? Because I know Gallagher is under construction. <laughs> construction I was delays. thinking about it driving. I, didn't think about that. Yeah. I was thinking about it driving this morning, going, "Oh God, he's got to be staring out the window right now, thinking, can we get this thing done in time?" Yeah. Uh, great question. So we built about 12 days of a buffer for weather into the construction timeline. And thankfully, we haven't haven't burned too many of those days yet. Believe it or not, there's still a lot of work that they've been able to do even as we've had some rain. But uh, yeah, hopefully it dries out after this storm and, you know, we can get back to work and keep making progress. But we're on time and uh, we have a great construction crew out there and they're finding a way to get it done even on the days when it's raining talking to uh, pottery ceo eric krupner here on ben and woods this morning and you know we've had uh in the past eric a couple of owners that have been pretty forward-facing and vocal both of them peter seidler ron fowler both um both beloved in their own their own respects um both had their their strengths and weaknesses certainly but um it's a little bit different now um, can you kind of paint a clearer picture of how the current chain of command uh, is operating in the organization? I know it's left uh, some Padre fans feeling a little bit um, in the dark uh, about how things are going. Yeah, it's it's pretty simple, actually. You know, Eric Katsenda has stepped in in the role that Peter held as chairman. Uh, so I report to him, AJ reports to him, and uh, the three of us, you know, run um, the business together and the team. And um, Eric, you know, is not as public facing, as you mentioned, as Peter and Ron were. And, you know, so far, that's certainly by design. Uh, but Eric has been very engaged. Uh, he's in the office in San Diego, not every day, but often. Um, and he shares the same vision that we've had for some time under Peter's leadership. The goal remains the same, to win a World Series championship 
and we are all working as hard as we can in that direction under Eric's ultimate leadership. And it's been great to work with him. You know, he and Peter were business partners for 30 years. They started the private equity firm together. Uh, he's probably next to Peter's brother, uh, Bob, perhaps the most intimately familiar with uh, Peter's outlook on business and life and the Padres. And we're all working to continue that legacy. And simply put, it's to win consistently year in and year out, to be putting a playoff caliber team on the field and ultimately winning the World Series championship. So nothing's changed. It's still the same. Um, and Eric has stepped into and embraced that role and is doing an outstanding job. And we're fortunate to have him. Talking to Padres CEO Eric Gruppner, and uh, as we get closer to the season, I wanted to ask you, how how are ticket sales going? I know famously last year, uh, first ever season ticket waiting list, and I know that's continued, but you do have some uh, season tickets in the upper level that have been made available, and then single game tickets going on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m., and I know there's always a lot of demand, especially for uh, big promotional calendar dates and uh, you know big opponents on the calendar, but how how is it going coming off a season in which the Padres didn't didn't meet expectations on the field. Yeah, it's been really strong. And uh, as you mentioned, we're going to be going on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. with uh, single game tickets for the regular season. And uh, we announced our promotional calendar and items last week. And I think our our team's done an outstanding job, really developing some cool wearables. I know the uh, you guys are big fans of the poncho. Ninety seven three, the fan poncho. Yeah, City Connect. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fan favorite. Um, you know, some great bobbleheads and other wearables. So we're really excited for that. But um, sales have been really strong. We actually, a few weeks ago, set a new season ticket record. As you mentioned, we have had such great demand for season tickets that we put some additional season tickets on sale that hadn't been made available last year. And uh, we have a few hundred of those left, but that's it. So I anticipate that at some point in the next you know, several weeks, we're going to reach that cap again and, and put in place the wait list again. But, you know, we're just incredibly thankful for the support we've received from the fans. Um, yeah, I can't say it enough. The The fan support has allowed us to maintain a competitive payroll and pursue, pursue a World Series championship. And we can't do that without the support, not only last year, but going into this year that our fans have been providing. So we're incredibly grateful. We have the best fans. And, um, you know, we're excited to go out and try to deliver um, better baseball this year, you know, consistently playing playoff caliber baseball throughout the season and then carrying that into the postseason. Yeah, I think that's that's what everyone is really clamoring for. And, you know, nobody more than you guys. I get it. Uh, talking to Eric Krupner, CEO of the Padres here on Ben and Woods this morning. And you mentioned, and I do think, I think you'd be absolutely insane to look at the roster and say that there's not a lot of talent on it. It's not. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like a, a sell job. It doesn't feel like that's a stretch at all to me. There's a ton of talent on this roster. I love the Mike Schilt ire. Uh, I was a big Bob Melvin fan as well. So I'm excited to see what Schilt can do, Eric. But, as we sit here today, about a week away from from pitchers and catchers, there's still some pretty glaring, obvious holes. Now, we, the fan base, everybody, you're kind of left to make your own your own assumptions. Like, do we have the money to spend? Um, are we going to upgrade the roster? Can you give us kind of your thoughts? And I know it's not exactly your department. You're not out there signing free agents. But um, kind of give us an idea, maybe, I don't know, if if you can maybe calm all of us down a little bit. Yeah, it's a fair question. You know, we have a very talented roster, as you mentioned. 
Um, you know, it starts with Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, Xander Bogart, Sasan Kim, Jake Cronenworth, Hugh Darvish, Joe Musgrove, an emergent Luis Campisano at catcher last year. You know, we got back some really key pieces both for this season and for the future in return for Juan Soto. And uh, we have a farm system that has also been built back up very rapidly to the point where we have six prospects in the top 100, and that's tied with only three other teams for the most prospects. And some of those uh, prospects are now getting closer to the major league level. So we expect that they're going to start contributing uh, this year and for years to come. So it's going to be a combination. You know, the roster's not done yet. Uh, I certainly believe that AJ will continue to look at opportunities once some of the bigger names come off the board that have been out there in the free agent market, you know, to continue to round out our roster. But we start with a really, really talented core and then an exciting group of younger players that are coming. Um, you know, those six prospects in, in the top 100, you know, a few of them were at the double A level last year, starting to approach the triple A and major league level. You know, Jackson Merrill is a guy that will make his second big league camp appearance this year in spring training. We're excited to see the progress that he can make. A couple of college players that are a little bit more below the radar. They aren't in that top six, but we think can contribute to this team in short order. It's Jacob Marcy and Graham Pauley. Uh, Jacob was the MVP of the Arizona Fall League. He's a left-handed hitting outfielder that, you know, we're really high on. Graham Pauley was our 2023 minor league player of the year. Very advanced approach at the plate. Um, and then, you know, Robbie Snelling and, and Drew Thorpe, in addition to obviously Michael King, who slots into the starting rotation as a result of the Soto trade. Thorpe and Robbie Snelling are arguably two of the best young pitching prospects in baseball. Uh, Snelling was actually the, you know, minor league pitcher of the year last year. And uh, Thorpe was MILB.com's minor league pitcher of the year while in the Yankees system. So I think we're we're really excited. You know, we're excited to see what some of these younger players can come in and do in spring training and how they can start to contribute to the major league team while also opportunistically looking to round out the roster, um, you know, under AJ's leadership. So, yeah, and, and when you say opportun- opportunistically, that's kind of the, the thought – that I had certainly, and I don't want to speak for Ben and Paulie or, or any of the fan base out there, but I, I kind of thought maybe they're just waiting to see, you know, who's left. And, and you know, they've, they've done, you know, AJ's done plenty of one-year deals for guys that, that didn't work out necessarily. But is that kind of the plan right now is to, to fill out those rosters? Because, again, we talked about it earlier in the show today. I, I'm super high on all the guys that you just mentioned. I talked to a lot of people out at Peoria about them. They're dudes. That's what I heard. That's the quote. These guys are dudes, and they can they can get there. It may not be this year. Um if that's the case, and if they're not ready, I mean, do you feel like we have enough bodies to go out and compete this year? Yeah, I, you know, I think the roster is not yet complete. There, there's, um, you know, no doubt about that, and and there's still time. And as has been the case in past years, you know, we've made moves, um, you know, going into spring training, and then I think you've also got to give some of your younger players the opportunity during spring training camp to show you where they're at, uh, both on the position player and the pitching side. And we've got a lot of competition this year. So looking to see who is capable of stepping up and contributing to the team, either coming out of camp or perhaps at some point during the season is going to be part of that evaluation process that you just can't do until you get into spring training um, and, and see these guys match up at that level and compete. 
Sure. But, you know, we have added some pretty valuable bullpen pieces yes. in Yuki Matsui, Wu Suko, um, you know, obviously pending physical, um, you know, as has been announced but not yet confirmed, Juan D. Peralta, you know, and put a proven Major League Baseball starter into the rotation in Michael King. So, you know, we've been active addressing some of the areas that you mentioned, um, and AJ will continue to do that as he puts together the roster, you know, through and in, in spring training and into the season. Uh, but, you know, we've got a very talented roster, and uh, we're looking to complete that roster as best we can between potentially additional acquisitions and also what we already have in our system or we've already, you know, received back by way of trade. And, sure. you know, we're excited and we feel good. And, you know, you mentioned Mike Schilt, and I don't want to gloss over that. I mean, Mike Schilt is a proven winner. Uh, you know, he took the Cardinals to the playoffs each of his three full seasons managing the Cardinals. And he was the NL manager of the year in 2019. He's been a part of our organization for the last couple of years. And so he knows our guys well, especially some of the younger players that are coming up. And, you know, I'm really excited to see what he and a revamped coaching staff are going to be able to do with this team this year and get the very best and most out of the talent that we have on the roster. Talking to Eric Gruppner, CEO of the Padres. And, and Eric, there's one question I feel like I have to ask for the fans. And by the way, I, I'm not going to argue with you. Uh, the Padres payroll is competitive. The talent is there on the roster. That I think that's fairly undisputed. But the one that I get asked a lot, especially from your, your season ticket holders, is they were okay with you know price increases the last couple of years as payroll went up. Payroll is, is clearly going down this year, and they keep asking, why should we have to pay more when the payroll is coming down? What would you say to fans who are asking that question right now? Yeah, I would start by thanking them for their support and their faithful, passionate support sticking with us. And, uh, you know, we've had some highs and lows over the last several years, but I don't think anybody uh, can dispute the fact that, you know, we've significantly increased payroll. We've gone, you know, full on in pursuit of a World Series championship. And that hasn't changed. It just might look a little different this year than it did last year or even the year before based on the mix of players and what we're able to build in this market uh, by way of a sustainable winner year in and year out. And so, you know, <laughs> nothing has changed. It may feel like we've pulled back on payroll in a way that may be, um, you know, disappointing to fans, and I get that. I completely understand it. I think we are doing the very best we can uh, within the capabilities and resources that we have to put a team on the field that can consistently play winning baseball, make it to the playoffs, especially with the expanded playoff format and then compete for and win a World Series championship. And I think you've seen that as recently as last year with the Diamondbacks. Um, you know, if you can get healthy and hot and get into the playoffs in the expanded format, you know, you can make a deep run. And I think we've got plenty of talent on this team and a lot more talent coming through our system that the future is very bright. And so that's what I would tell the fans. I think you should believe in this team. You should believe in our approach. You should believe in what we're building for the future. And we're incredibly thankful for that support. And we understand that fans, you know, commit their time and their money to supporting this team. And we feel a sense of obligation to continue to do our very best to put a winning team on the field and deliver a World Series championship. And we're just incredibly grateful for our fan support. Um, so the goal hasn't changed. We're full on in pursuit of that and doing the very best that we can with the resources that we have in this market 
at this time, and I think we're building a sustainable approach that can put a winning team on the field year in and year out for years to come. Just a couple of things left. I want to follow up uh, just quickly because I don't disagree with you, and I'm, I'm excited about this season, Eric, and excited about the team. I don't understand how the finances of baseball work, and I think most fans don't either. There are strategic reasons in baseball now that you kind of have to retrench payroll occasionally. There are things we hear about, you know, debt service and things like that, and Major League Baseball rules. Can you shed any light as to like, it, like which, what part of the reasoning there is for the Padres to be competitive? And as you said, for the future, like setting yourself up, is it a competitive thing because of like the competitive balance tax and, and penalties that you get on draft picks and international signings? Is it a, a Major League Baseball mandated thing when it comes to, you know, having to, to get the payroll down? That's something that I think we all kind of, want to know and want to understand a little bit better yeah we we don't get into publicly you know discussing the specifics of payroll or mlb rules so that's not something that i'm going to talk about publicly uh but i am going to say that you know once again we have a long-term plan for sustainable success and as i've said previously you know in our market it's going to have to involve both free agents, and we've made significant long-term commitments to some very talented players who are in their prime and will remain in their prime for you know some years to come. But then we've also got to supplement that with you know younger players that are coming into their early years of major league service time and are able to make great contributions to the major league team but are not, you know, obviously making the type of salary that a a free agent, you know, superstar player makes. And it's got to be a mix of the two. And that's what you think you've seen done successfully in other markets and other teams that are similar to the Padres. And there's no way that we would be able to be anywhere near where we are right now if it hadn't been and if it isn't for the continued support of our fans. So, uh, you know, we are incredibly thankful to our fans. Without the support, without the attendance growth, there's no way that we could be at where we are right now or continue to be at a level where we can put a consistently competitive team on the field. So that's as far as I'll go. You know, we're not going to get into specifics uh, beyond that. But, you know, the message is we're incredibly grateful to our fans. The goal remains the same. And you know, we've got to go about it in a way in our market where, you know, we're not just signing free agents um, year in and year out, but we've got to continue to get better at player development and have players from our system contributing at the major league level in their early years as major league players. And I believe we're on track to do that perhaps as early as this year. Sure. I, I think that's the dream for everybody. Uh, last one for me, Padre CEO Eric Grubner. Man, we've had this, I have this conversation with you every single year at this exact time. And I know it's probably, um, it, it, it probably, not probably, it definitely affects payroll and what you guys are able to do. But the uh, TV deal is the, the one I get constantly asked about myself. Now, I, I'm a cable subscriber. I wear it. It sucks. It's expensive. I pay it just because I want to make sure I can see the Padres every single night uh, along with my family. Now, for those out there wondering, and and you and I again, we have this conversation every year. It, it's seeming, it, you know, it's different. What is the plan for the TV deal and the TV future of the San Diego Padres? We're not unique 
if for those who have kind of paid attention yeah. to what's been going on with Diamond Sports Group and you know, formerly owned by Sinclair and the bankruptcy proceedings, you know, the, the entire regional sports network model has been, you know, really under a lot of distress and that's led to pretty rapid um, dislocation in, in, in the TV rights or the media rights for those teams that control their rights locally and Major League Baseball is one of those leagues. So, you know, we were a bit of the tip of the spear on that. As we talked about last year, we were the first team to move to MLB media. And with that came a option for our fans in our market that they had never had previously, which was the ability to stream our games um, on a monthly basis through MLB.com or, you know, MLB TV and without local market blackout. Yep. So that was a great option that was added that we had not had previously. And then our goal has been working with MLB media and the folks at MLB to continue to secure that same linear distribution, which is the cable and satellite distributors that we've had traditionally while adding that direct to consumer option. So, you know, it continues to evolve. It's not unique to San Diego. And our goal will be to continue to have our games available as widely as possible for our fans in our market. And we're working with Major League Baseball to do that right now. Major League Baseball is taking the lead on it um, at MLB Media. And it's going to take, you know, some time here um, through spring training to the start of the season before we have clarity on all the different cable and satellite distributors that will carry our games. But we're going to continue to have that monthly option through what will become Padres TV this year. Uh, same product as was available to our fans last year. So that regardless of whether you're a cord never, or a cord shaver, or a cord cutter, you know you have that other option. But we also want to continue to maintain as many cable satellite options for our fans as possible as well. Well, Eric, uh, we appreciate the generosity with your time this morning. Uh, there are a lot of things we're definitely looking forward to. The trip to Korea, uh, Fan Fest details seem really cool this year. An actual in-season Fan Fest uh, for the first time after two games have already been played and the things that you've been adding uh, to that that are going to be unique on uh, March 24th coming up on that Sunday. So we're looking forward to that that stuff, Eric. Yeah, great. No, I appreciate that. It's going to be a little bit of a different camp this year in spring training given our Korea trip, but um going to be a, a lot of fun to have Ha Sung Kim go home to Seoul and uh, play there while we're in Korea and then have Fan Fest a little off cycle this year, but be able to show off the improvements we've made at the ballpark and welcome our fans back uh, with a couple of exhibition games as well. You know, 20th anniversary of Petco Park this year, so we're doing some special pricing on the exhibition game tickets. So it'll be $20 regardless of seating location. And for fans 14 and younger, it'll be a $10 ticket. So we hope as many of our fans can come out for those exhibition games, Fan Fest, Gallagher Square ribbon cutting, and we'll be announcing later this week the plans for Peter's public celebration of life at the ballpark. So I know I threw a lot at you. We probably could have done this over a few days, but I appreciate the opportunity to come talk to you guys today and uh, look forward to seeing you guys in Peoria. Appreciate Eric, it. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, bye. All right, Eric Rupner, CEO of the San Diego Padres. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.